In this episode of The Focus Coach, I have my daughter Sophie on the line for our third installment of our Daddy-Daughter Life Chats. In our second podcast, we talked about Sophie giving feedback to a friend about an issue. In this podcast, we will see what outcome came of that, as well as talk about an 11-year-old's perspective on the current pandemic coronavirus. So stick around and let's get started. Welcome to The Focus Coach. I'm your host, Jeff Sari, and I have my beautiful daughter here, Sophie. Say hi. Hi. And this is our third installment of Daddy-Daughter Life Chats. And today we're going to close the loop on our previous podcast about giving a friend feedback. And then we're going to go into what's going on in the world today, the coronavirus, and certain anxieties around that. So, Sophie... You were so awesome on the podcast, and a lot of people listening asked me, what was the end result, right? Because you were going to go into, you were hoping you didn't chicken out, you were going to go into having a conversation with your friend about, you know, acting out in class, right? So you on the podcast last time thought about the words, and you said, I'm pretty clear, and I think I'm going to do it tomorrow morning, and I hope I don't chicken out. Well, you didn't chicken out. And so can you tell us what happened and then the outcome of that? Yeah, so, well, I didn't do it in the morning because we had just started class. So I did it at lunchtime, and I was like, friend, I have a question to ask you. And she's like, yeah, anything. Well, I don't really like the way we pass notes and what we already talked about on the podcast. And she's like, yeah, I don't really want to get in trouble, and I I especially don't want you to get in trouble. She's like, yeah, I can totally agree with that. She just, we haven't passed notes since. Wow. So that was a really good experience for you. Yeah. I think she learned a lot too. She did. And the point was you made that happen by reflecting on your bad experience or your trigger, right, with this. And yes. realizing it wasn't in the right thing to do. And through your openness and me, you know, mom and I coaching you, you came to this decision that you were going to give her some feedback, right? Because passing notes in class is frowned upon. So your friend took the feedback and you were afraid that she wouldn't. That's a lot of times what happens is we're afraid of a bad outcome that usually knock on wood never really happens, right? Yeah, good. Knock on wood. So here's your friend. You you know, the way you frame it, the openness, you tell her and she's like, oh my gosh, thank you. And and you haven't passed notes since it's been a good outcome. Yeah, it really has. It really has. Anything else you want to say about that situation? Not really. I think it was all cleared up now, and we don't have to worry about it. Perfect. And that's what we try to do, right, is just work on our experiences and try to make them better. And hopefully, like in your case, things get better, and that becomes the new reality. If you don't speak up, though, what could happen? You could end up regretting it, but you'll never get the chance to, like, ask. You work really hard on a plan, but you just couldn't get it fit. Right. It's kind of like a puzzle piece. If you don't put it in the right spot, then it's not... Right. You don't get the puzzle made, right? Yeah. The real puzzle that you want, the outcome that you want, right? So you putting that puzzle piece together with your feedback situation was a good, uh, nice picture of the puzzle, right? Yeah. The puzzle came together. You both are on a good, in a good spot right now. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. Good good job. And by the way, I challenge adults out there listening and kids, if they're listening to Daddy Daughter Life Chats, to show up and give each other feedback, right? Do it respectfully. You weren't mad. You 
you had the right words, you know, you were kind, generous, and open to whatever happened. Hopefully it's a good outcome. Yeah. Right? A and good that, puzzle. A good puzzle, I suppose, of a bad puzzle. And so great job. Thanks. Awesome. So let's switch gears. You know, I know a lot's going on in the world right now with the coronavirus and school shutting down. This is the first day that you, you would have been at school today. What's it been like for you to deal with this whole issue? It's been pretty hard because we were like crossing our fingers and praying at school that we would have school. And when it didn't happen, it was so upsetting because I don't actually know why, but it was just hard for me. Mm. Was it hard for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely challenging because I know you love school on the one hand, right? And you love seeing your friends. Did it affect your clients? You know, it has affected me to some degree, and this is really new still. I need to, fo- you know, I need to figure out how to be um, innovative and support my clients maybe remotely and at a distance or through technology, right? And so that's what you're going to do is start learning through technology for a couple weeks. People say the coronavirus is ruining their lives. And is it actually ruining your life or are you just thinking about that? Correct. Right. Unless you really have the coronavirus yourself, you know, is it really ruining your life? Right. It's it's uncomfortable and it's scary for some people and it impacts people. I know a lot of things, you know, like restaurants and other establishments have closed down for business in the short term. And that impacts people, right? Yeah. The point is it impacted you enough where you cried, you were upset because you love school. And I love that you just said, you know, I don't really know why it, it, it affected me so much. I mean, school is wonderful. But the only thing is, is it's so wonderful that I don't even want to miss it. On the weekends, I'm sad. Yeah, you're sad that you can't be. Yeah, I have, I have friends and the classes are wonderful and Google Classroom super confusing. Right, so you're dealing with technology challenges right now, right? Getting to know the difference between being in person and being on a computer. And I'm anxious about the coronavirus. Yeah, what are you anxious about? Well, getting it and coming in contact with it. Mm. And it's just, it's a major outbreak in the U.S. Right, and I don't know if they're actually using that word outbreak, but they're concerned that, you know, something like that could happen. You know, as with any anxiety, right, any fear, what... Do we try to do with that? You tell someone. Yeah, so you mean speak up, vent it out, talk it through? Yeah, you tell someone how you feel. Yeah, good. You don't hold it in. No, because that just makes you feel worse. Right. Yeah, what would you say to people out there that kind of internalize things and hold hold stuff in? What would you say to them? Well, I would say just if you're not comfortable with sharing, write it down on a piece of paper. Yeah, that's really good. I love that. So And rip it up after you're done. Right. Kind of like let your fear just kind of rip up and yeah. throw away. But you get it out of your body. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. When I was younger, I used to let fear control me. And now it hasn't happened since then. And I feel so free and alive. Wow. It has been amazing to see you through this whole thing with, you know, a little bit of upset with your school closing and a little scary because you don't know if you're, if there is an outbreak or, you know, if you're going to come in contact with that. But you haven't obsessed about it. And you haven't really let that um, 
change your happiness, I guess, and freak out about it, right? It's kind of incomprehensible. It's a great word. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Well, you can't understand what it really is mm. unless you are not confused about it. Yeah. So you know that's that's really well put. You know, it it is a challenging time, and we don't really understand what's going on. And as a kid, I can imagine it's seems pretty big. Now you're not going to school. It seems very challenging, right? So you advocate to people out there that they speak up, even if it's just writing their thoughts down and they're getting their feelings out of their body, right? Because what happens when you stuff stuff? It's just, it's not a good thing. You just keep, you just keep it in your body and you just feel sick and you're not in the moment. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I think a lot, a lot of people that, uh, hold stuff in you're right it does feel anxiety feels like sick to the stomach and worried and like shortness of breath and And headaches and and like i said before it's the inevitable so you don't know what's going to happen like i'm always afraid of vomiting Mm -hmm. but i don't know when that's going to be could be tonight it could be next year right and it's not inevitable that we're all going to contract the coronavirus right yeah because you know again there's no crystal ball we could and that's the what the mind does. It goes in the future and says, "Oh my gosh, you know, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this thing, or this is terrible," you know. And and really, in the reality of it, is you don't have it. You're safe, right? You're okay, and you take precautions. You do the best you can in the moment to keep yourself safe. People may think they're gonna wilt away by the coronavirus, but really, they're not. The only thing it's kind of like the flu. In case you're really worried about it. I don't think you should be because it's most likely not going to happen. I would hope so, but if you are afraid, then just write it down on a piece of paper. Yeah, good. Or talk it through with somebody. You know, yeah. That's important. Like you and I have that relationship where... Yeah, we're doing you know, it right now. And we're doing it right now, exactly. And that feel good just to kind of get it out and just talk it through, right? So it's not so big and scary. Left to your own self, sometimes... We get in our own head about it and our strong feelings. It just keeps us locked in this pattern. So yeah. what do you do to help yourself? I do a lot. Anxiety? I love it. I, the great question. I do a lot of different things. And it goes back to my podcast about life balance. I work out quite a bit. I eat really good food. I have a solid group of friends, right? I love my work. And that helps you with your anxiety? Absolutely. All of these things kind of give me like a shield around me, you know, a... a um, why does that help you? Um, that's a great question. It's like putting uh, money in the, piggy, in the piggy bank. It's like adding coins, right? And so my piggy bank is really full, my energetic piggy bank, because on all these different avenues of my life, like music and my job and my family, right, drumming and, you know, playing tennis and lifting weights, all these kind of things that help me stay engaged in my life and the more engaged you are in your life the better your immune system is the better you feel right the more happy you are the more joys you have the more more joy you have and it helps you stay more healthy absolutely and you hope everyone stays healthy through this whole thing absolutely me too so there you go folks there's the wisdom of an 11 year old at play on the podcast anything else you want to share tonight 
I think we covered it all, but I just want everybody to know that no matter how tough things get, they're strong. You guys can handle it. Yes, we can. Human beings are very resilient. We can handle a lot of things. So signing off for now, folks. Bye. Take care. Thanks so much for tuning into The Focus Coach. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Click subscribe, comment on the post, and share it as well. Also, go to www.workplaceculturesolutions.com tools to get your free downloads and worksheets. And as always, peace.